creatives my name is matthias known as that matthias get on instagram or just tmk for short i want to welcome everyone to dreaming in red by hearts cove where dreaming in red means dreaming with energy passion strength courage and most importantly creativity we talk with creatives about the sacrifices they have made to reach their own success and look to inspire many different creatives around the globe today and for this episode i am joined by a good homie uh mr jaron <laughs> kent what's up man How what's you up what's up my name is jaron kent as you, you just do? said what do you do bro? Uh, i'm a photographer uh primarily like film uh based photography i do do digitally commercially but i prefer to work on analog film so right a lot of experience in film photography a lot of yeah a lot of experience a lot of pain a lot of time <laughs> and a lot of money goes into it um share with everybody like your background and kind of how you got started and i, I mean you're i know you did a lot of uh college for this as well so i mean just share that with everyone yeah actually i never um i never took i mean i took like some photography classes i think like two mm-hmm. but my major was actually fine arts so i was actually never majored officially in photography um oh, they kind of just marketed it like that it's <laughs> cool because there was no photography like i couldn't like choose photography as a ma- major so yeah. i got a 2d visual arts um major i was actually originally illustration um i started shooting about i want to say five years ago um i started with a dinky little a6000 and uh just kind of practiced and practiced and practiced and kind of got better and kind of started like to you know like started a business a little bit like on the side right and then kind of everything changed whenever i moved to i moved to europe for about three months Uh, i moved to sweden i was basically an intern in a dark room and uh it's there where i like really fell in love with the creative process of film the analog film and printing and when i came back to the states i kind of just decided like oh i want to do this full time so i just kind of dove in and i started my business and you know ever since then i just kind of uh been going for it and i took a break from school for like two years actually to pursue photography uh, because i figured that it was better to leave academia behind for a couple of years and kind of hone my craft and then come back with a with a new like lease on life i guess if that makes sense yeah that makes sense um and you were based out of i mean i'm not gonna say job but it's like pittsburgh right uh well actually i lived in I, I i went to school in pittsburgh kansas but i uh i lived and operated out of Joplin, missouri gotcha. so i just drove every day <laughs> The class yeah. and that sucked but whatever right, so out of, but, uh, out of joplin for the most part um yeah i know you have you did seniors or are you still doing seniors like around the area like or is that something that you're looking to because um, like i don't know if you've mentioned this before i may have just missed it you're in uh california now so that's why i'm asking yep. is, is that something yep. you're still doing or how's that working no no actually i i'm stepping away i never really wanted to do senior photography like full-time um right. it just ended up being that way because i think our area is kind of small and so mm-hmm. it's kind of for the same reason like i don't want to get boxed in as a senior photographer i actually hate that term i hate this term like i i'm just a creative person right. who happens to take pictures of seniors if i get hired you know what i mean and you're the same way i'm sure exactly like um getting boxed into this label kind of i don't know it feels like sometimes it's it like uh what's the word 
it just feels like a negating i, I don't yeah. know it feels like uh, you know what i mean yeah, yeah like there's like there's a limitation on it so i don't like that i just like to prefer the term like a creative who shoots like seniors or a creative that shoots wedding like i don't think there's such thing as like wedding photographers or senior photographers but just creative people that that you know do their job well enough to where people want to pay for it right. it's where people like come in so um but i that being said i do uh want to step away from that um so right now i'm actually focusing more on like editorial work um and working more with magazines and like online printing agencies so i've been focusing for the past about six months uh since i moved to la full-time i focus primarily just on uh fashion and econ photos so i still do photography for seniors whenever i come back to joplin uh mm -hmm. because they have a contract with me for the for the year so that contract will end in may and then after that, I won't be taking a new senior team for at least one to two years. Uh, I might revisit that in, in a little bit. But yeah, for now, it's it's over. So gotcha. it's era. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of stopped uh, doing my senior team as well for the same reason. Um, and like I said prior, Jiren and I are, were both located here in the same area prior to him moving. So, uh, I mean, there are just too many talented people that, um, like Jaren, that I'm like, uh, you can take care of that. So I kind of just like stuck to doing a lot of a lot of my creative portraits and focus on that. But um, yeah, that's definitely one thing that I, I guess I didn't really enjoy to the max. But like you know, sometimes you just get hired to do it, like you said, and you just kind of have to. So I mean, it is what it is. It's not that big of a deal, you know. Yeah, right. And I and I think like that's the thing. It feels like very um, like taboo to talk about. It feels like a um. Like people won't take you as seriously when you're when your brand is like exactly. this like senior photographer. Like it's like my art matters less because of that. And I, I really hated that. That's kind of what drove me to kind of like leave it behind anyways. Cause I am a serious photographer. I'm a serious artist. Um, you know, I just as much as anyone else that wants to do creative things, I wanna grow as an artist. And I think that the best step for me was to walk away from that. Mm -hmm. um because it's primarily dominated by like three people anyways and all, all, honestly keeping up with that is really draining it's right. just not worth it <laughs> at the end of the day it's uh too it's too much work right. i think for me that's why i kind of chose to, to to walk away from it and me it's me and matisse have actually known each other for a long time um like six years right when was the first time i met you i don't actually remember do you remember uh i met you officially you were playing soccer, like unofficially. I I watched you play soccer at I think Yosho, because uh, I'm from Yosho. Yeah, you were you were like a junior, I think, mm. and I was a senior in high school. And I think officially I met you through Mark, Mark's photo closet. Shouts out Mark photo closet. I haven't seen that guy Shout in a long time. And also Jay Grin the kid. I I met him through. I met you guys through uh right. both of you through. We did that her. short film, and that's probably where yeah. it came from. And actually, I think you knew Leva, Joshua Leva. Yeah, that's think he, my mentor. He, was, uh, he, got, he got me started, bro. Literally, I yeah, didn't he, say this enough, but he's the one that literally got me started into photography. So yeah, shout he, out he, to Josh. You guys made that short film, right? And I remember watching yes. it. So I remember too. And so, I don't know. I think I've always known about you a little bit, but I, we just never really connected until after we both left high school, which is yeah. good. After I was, when I was in high school, I wasn't that great <laughs> person to be around anyways. Yeah, I mean, I don't really remember my full personality in high school, but I do know that, you know, obviously I've kind of matured as a person and as a creative, most importantly. And so, I mean, I think it's it's good to have done things together and, and created together yeah, after right. that. Because, like, we, 
we uh you know to kind of shout out jenny we had a studio here in joplin that we were helping out with uh called we the humans that is no longer oh, open i missed that jaren and i were also part of the team for that studio and it was i mean i didn't realize how much it was it was important to me and how much i used it until it was gone because like now it's like dude i want to do some studio stuff and there's nowhere to go yeah so i'm lucky enough to like in la when i relocated i got a job um pretty quick in a studio so luckily like now i have the keys to the studio and so i can shoot whenever i want but the biggest Sick. problem is now i don't have anyone to shoot with because like <laughs> you would think like it's so easy to shoot with people in la because there's so right. many people but like there's nothing like i don't know for me like when i was connecting with like um like jade or jay grant or like you or mark or anyone else like quinlan or anything like that um you know it was so easy just to link up with your friends and go make something for fun yes um like a year ago or two years ago or even three years ago and now it feels like it's really hard because everybody's living their own life you know and everyone grew up a little bit and now we're all doing our own thing and uh and here in la like as many people as there are there's actually like not that many people to shoot with sometimes because it's hard to schedule everything all the time. Right. And people, are, people in LA are really busy. They're also really flaky. So I can't, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I sometimes I pour like hours into these ideas or there's like, like the, these creative shoots, but then they just don't show up. And that's yeah, really, that sucks. So I do miss that studio really bad though. That was so much fun. Exactly. Um, I mean, talking about that, I kind of want to talk about the community here in, in Joplin and uh, the creative slash photographer community. Like, I always wanted to know from a different photographer that was also, like, based out of here primarily. Like, what what do you think is, like, the overall, like, consensus? Do you think we are a community or do you think there's more competition here in Joplin? You know, I used to think that there was just, it was, like, all about competition. And I think that, um, I think everyone is different. Oh, hold on a second. You're good. Um, I think everybody's different in their own regard. Like, I think once you kind of open up your worldview a little bit and you realize, like, there really is no, no such thing as competition. Like, everyone can coexist peacefully. Right. I think you can enjoy your time with other creators a lot better. I think for me, like, I was kind of shut off for, like, the first three years that I was making stuff. Mm -hmm. And I really viewed... I had a really competitive, like, nature to me, right? But then... You know, the moment that that switch flipped and I like opened myself up, I had so much more fun with everyone. Exactly. And that was good. So I think in our area, you know, I think everyone's just operating separately, but like we could be together if we wanted to be. That's my I think there is a lot of teamwork, to be honest. I agree. I mean, that's the, the same way that I think. I think everyone is doing their own thing and it's not necessarily like people trying to be competitive, but it's like no one's actually doing it together, though. Like it's like yeah, just right. stuck right in the middle where it's like you're doing your own kind of thing, but you're also not wanting to do things together or like collaborate or you know it's more of just like everyone minding their own business type of thing yeah and also like we saw it whenever we like again like through we the humans go like we would host workshops or like we would do like studio 65 like those mm -hmm. those interactive exhibitions and like the amount of people that came out for that like that was i think to like some people that was surprising but for me and you i think we were just happy that we were just doing it because like exactly. putting something that's like giving the community an opportunity to come together. And I think that's what we need more of. Um, Cause right now I don't think there's enough group events. Like, and, and I, in fact, I don't think there are any group events other than your TMK fest. Like, I think that was like yeah. the only one that Which is I heard about. Like, last also, cause it's just last year was the first year ever. So, I mean, other than that, there's really not anything. <laughs> and it's crazy because people will come down from KC. Like people will show out. Yeah, I mean, last year was pretty good. I, uh, mean, I, recorded, the, I recorded the episode with 
Jess and Quinlan last week about um this specific topic, so I'm not going to touch too much on it. But yeah, I agree with your statement about doing more community things and getting the the community involved and maybe finding different ways to um i don't know just gather more creatives in the same place for you know something creative because i don't think it's done as much also speaking of those two like you guys showed up to i i, I flew into japan last week for um photo and like i was so amazed by how many uh like Jager was in it too, I know, but mm-hmm. like I was really amazed by how many people, like my friends, came out to like see my work. It was really um made me feel really good because like I felt like like that's when I felt a like community. You know what I mean? Like there was exactly. a whole support. That's and what that it's was all nice. about. It's like, dude, we we first of all we know that you're not in town uh, as often anymore as you used to because you live in California. But like just on top of that, it's like one of our friends that we kind of like you know have known for a while and creatively worked with on different occasions is like in a uh exhibition like you know why not that's we we got to be there kind of thing it was super fun too i really popped out it was really it was really nice um and jessica jay grant was also in that that, that was really dope too yeah, but yeah. 100%. um right. what a, i have a question for you actually matthias all right let's, um, let's hear it yeah I have, I have a question for you man i actually uh, i've always wanted to ask you this but i guess now's about the best it's a good time to ask um how do you think like the pandemic affected like you as a not just a business owner but like as a photographer like as a creative person like do you think you're more like do you think you're more hungry now for like creative shoots do you think you're more like you have more ideas than ever or do you think it's like kind of because when i talked to jessica about this like a couple years ago like at the height of the pandemic like she was you know she was maybe feeling like a little bit overwhelmed and i think i was too but i think i just want to know your opinion on right um Man, that's a good question. I think prior to the pandemic starting was when I was um, really feeling my my business kind of slowly start to become what I wanted it to become, to kind of take off. And then it was very unfortunate that like right as I was starting to feel that peak in, in my business and in my creative journey, that it happened that all of a sudden you couldn't go out and everything was like locked down. And so it was unfortunate. But at the same time, I think I took it to like, I think I took it in a in a pretty, I guess, fair way because i mean i didn't do photography as much during that time um yeah obviously because i couldn't be out and about doing things but i i know i did like experiment different things as far as like uh like online things that i like got myself into that helped me learn to kind of further push my creative business once i was back like the world came back to normal which i mean like graphic design and um like online marketing and things that i could do just from home that i like spent more time doing like learning uh coloring which is one of the most important things that i think i did during that time like just focusing so much on like learning different things as much as i could while being at home um i think it was i think it was uh, a help honestly because like i don't know how it would have went if i would have just kept going as you know as i had it going prior to the shutdown but i do think it helped me overall as an artist Maybe not for as anyone a business, who doesn't know, but as an like Matias, since I met Matias, Matias has had so many different projects going on all at once. Like he's doing something all the time. So I think, okay. and that, that's how like every creative is, right? Like true creatives, like they never stop creating. So, um, right. pandemic was really hard for me. Like leaving that, uh, like going going out of that was like uh, it was great, but like the very start of it was the shutdown and everything was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think good things came out of it. Like a lot of uh. A lot of great shoots toward the end. Like I had a lot of time to process things. I think and that's what I yeah. needed. I didn't realize that I needed that pause. I guess, but exactly. the, the time to process that and reevaluate a business and creative shoots and things like that. So, 
Dude, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it put a lot of people in a in a space where you were, you were forced to kind of rethink and reevaluate either your business or your creativity as a whole. Um, yeah, right. It might have lasted a little bit longer than maybe um, we expected or we wanted it to, but I think it did uh, overall as a creative to kind of have that time to pause and look on everything you've done and reflect on how where you were prior to it and what you wanted to do further, moving on further. So, I mean, overall, I think, you know, that is one thing that we can all take creatives out of it is the fact that it was a needed pause for creatives around the globe just to be able to sit and evaluate what was going on. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like we're always constantly moving, so like we don't realize how how little we rest, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like exactly. people think that like an artist or like being creative is like easy or like like it's just like like a fun job, I guess. And it is a fun job, but it's also really hard. There's a lot of pressure that goes into that. I think people don't realize that sometimes. Right. Uh, um, I got a like question it, for yeah. you. Yeah. What is uh What is one of your like? What is a moment in your creative journey slash career where you um, felt like the most proud, like a moment that you can look back on and, you know, kind of be proud to talk about. Oh man. You know, like, to be honest, I feel like sometimes I, I really move with like a, a sense of urgency. Like I, I think I over, I overthink things too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't know about you, but for me, like there's a period of my life that I always compare myself to. And that's 20, I think 2018 or 2019. It's when I went to Europe and uh, right. like, because like in the moment, so someone told me something when I was in Europe and they said like the, the best moments are the things that we'll compare ourselves to later. And I didn't really understand that at the time. But then like a year after that, I kind of like got it. Well, like in 2019 going into 2020, like I really realized like, was that the best thing I did? You know what I mean? Like was right. that the coolest part of my life? And is that past now? Like, am I just like living past mm-hmm. that? I guess. And uh, the reality is, you're never like you're only limited uh, by by like what the limits you set on yourself. I think. And so, I think for me, the most recent thing is probably moving to LA. I think taking that yeah. jump and like moving full time into um, like fashion and ecom and like just focusing on commercial work right now. Um, I think that was probably the biggest biggest impact on my life thus far. Because that is a big jump. I mean, like, it's not easy to do. It's really scary. It's scary to move to, like, Tulsa. It's scary to move to Kansas City. Right. It's fucking terrifying to move to Los Angeles. Um, and I was definitely worried. Like, I was definitely afraid that maybe I wouldn't get a job. And, uh, you know, the reality is, is like, you just got to tough it out because sometimes things aren't easy, but they're definitely worth it. So I think for me, the biggest impact on my creativity lately has been um, moving. And then also... I think, you know, you went to the opening reception at Spiva, but I, I didn't know if you knew this, but after the opening reception, there was an award ceremony the next mm-hmm. day. And uh, uh, Ms. Professor Thorsten, uh, she gave a lecture. She came in from University of New Mexico and it totally revitalized my, like, like my thirst for like creating. Like I want to make new things now. Like I walked away from that, that lecture um at the new building and in the cornell center and mm-hmm. i like decided right then that i needed to start doing artwork more so i think secondly like that that also like was a really big impact and that was just like last week and since then i think i've probably sketched one idea a night and they're like uh 
that I want to work on for like the rest of this year. And I think that they're, they're kind of big projects, but they're also really, I think they'd be worth it if I can pull it off. So I want to start pursuing more like gallery exhibitions. I want to start pursuing more like jurid exhibitions and getting into like private galleries. So right. for me, I think it's been a big turning point in my artistically for me, at least. So like the last week, week and a half. That's dope. Um, you know, I, I've known, like I said, I've known, we've known each other for a while. So like, I want to actually take a moment to kind of talk about one of the things that I think I've learned from you, um, that you've kind of inspired slash sparked a little, uh, little creative spark in me just from, from things that I've gotten to learn based off of just, um, whether it be like being at We The Humans or like just talking to you in general. Like, I think one of the things that as far as photography goes that I've learned from you, um, is, uh just lighting like i've been using a lot of um the tips that you've told me prior like when we worked in the studio like jaren would like always like provide different lights to use in different ways and not only would he just have lights but like he'd have a good way to like show you exactly how to work them and how to um use them to to the best so you can get the best out of them and so i think i've learned that's one of the things that i've been using in my in my shoots recently that i can credit you um for like kind of just inspiring me and taking that um, knowledge that I learned from those times because, I mean, it does really make such a good difference, especially if it's, like, um, the RGB panels that, you know, I use now. It's, like, dude, that that was all inspired because, like, just what you had. I'm, like, that's so cool. I want to try that. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, I think, uh, honestly, so people ask me that, like, a lot. So they ask me, like, why I chose to go. Because at Pitt State, there's there's technical photography classes. Like, there's photography majors. Mm-hmm. through the graphics department and um i took two classes through there to get a minor which i never actually finished sorry ryan and uh i the reason i chose to, to focus on fine arts like art history and painting and drawing and everything like that is because like i think anyone can learn a camera technically like anyone can pick up a camera and like learn about how to shoot a photo right like you know that's not what makes it creative or special like the thing that makes it creative special is like your your personal touches to that image right and i think for me like uh the most important thing for me was like um keeping that artistic integrity um you know what i mean Mm-hmm. and like learning more about lighting learning more about like um painting styles and like learning more about color theory especially color theory color theory is like huge yeah. and so you know that makes me happy that i can like provide something to other people because i learned a lot, a lot from other people too like um like to be honest you really inspired me to get into graphic design like i don't know if you knew this but i have a graphic design page it's kind of secret low-key um because <laughs> it's well, not very good i didn't know <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not i'm not that good at it yet but yeah. uh, since since the the and the, the turning point for me was whenever I don't know if anyone knew this, but um, OG people that like really like cared about Matthias and I like our Instagrams and like we the humans and stuff that kept up with that. Um, when we did Studio sixty five ex- exhibitions, when we opened that, um, Matthias just showed up one night uh, while I was doing a senior photo shoot, and the dude recorded like this whole uh, introduction video, like this whole like. Uh, do you remember that? Like the teaser yeah, video? I shot that on my phone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you shot it on your phone, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And so I was like, uh, I was like, okay, sweet. So then when you, he posted it the next day, though, or you had it done that night, I think, actually, you sent it to us. Something like that. And uh, I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I need yeah. to learn. I need to learn so much more than I thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, I feel like I spent too much time obsessing over just learning photography. 
Mm-hmm. And Matias does like everything, man. Matias does photography, videography, graphic design, design, like everything. <laughs> the dude does podcasting. The dude does like everything. So uh, it's just crazy. It was crazy to see. But that's that's why community is really important. That's why growing exactly. together, learning as creatives is really important because we can inspire each other. We can bounce ideas off of one another. So I'm really thankful for you guys too. But that, that means a lot to me, man. Thank you. Seriously. No, thank you for, for the knowledge you've shared. And uh, on that community note, um, we've said this in like almost every episode of uh, this podcast so far. Um, community is, has to be the biggest thing in, in the world right now for creatives and growing yeah, uh, entrepreneurs. Because like, dude, you have to be able to have those connections to grow not only your, your following and your social medias, but like just your business as a whole. You have to be able to know how to properly put yourself out there like for example like yeah. with this hearts cove just founding this and and being it being a project in my head one day and then bringing it to life like that's not where it ends like i gotta go out and and make connections and build community in different places like arkansas tulsa surrounding areas that like will allow this project to grow and to flourish to what i want it to be like it's not just put it out there and you're done and that's it you know it's like you got to do more communicating with different people like going out of your comfort zone even to like get in meetings with people that you may like kind of be a little bit afraid of because of where where they are and who they are and so it's like things like that that really do make an impact on your creative life and on your just business as a whole so very very important thing yeah i agree with that and i think that uh to be honest like without community or without like a, a group of people like support you like like you know like you can always make art for yourself and it's totally valid and like that's great and everything but at the same time like we make it to share with other people i think that's half the passion mm-hmm. of um you know being an artist or being a photographer being a creative or anything like that you, you want to be proud of your work and i think a lot of that that comes from like being able to show people and like inspire others and i think that equally it's important to be inspired by others so like that yeah you're right super yeah. important yeah totally. never stop never stop allowing yourself to learn new things but also never i mean i guess you can but i this one thing that i do is i never want to consider myself better than anyone else because i feel like if i do that then i'm like already like lowering my standards to learn and i'm i'm immediately like in my head thinking that i'm i'm better than this person so i'm not there's nothing i can learn from them you know so i I never want to be in that state of mind so i always just um and jaren and just anybody that knows me can kind of say say the same thing it's like i i always want to put community over anything and so if i can help you if i can help someone out there um which is the, i guess the sole purpose of this podcast is to inspire different creatives in different ways if i can do that then that's exactly what i'm going for yeah i think and i think dog is that your dog yeah. do you have a dog i didn't know yeah. you had a dog bro uh yeah, dog. anyways i'm still i'm chilling with my poodle right now bro i'm i'm so happy oh he muted himself anyways what i was gonna say was like um dude what were you what were you saying with ts i can't remember i'm so sorry uh, I, lost. I was I was talking about um my dog's still barking. We'll just leave it in. Why not? Um, I was talking about um, what was I talking about? Now I can't remember. Dude, I don't know. I lost <laughs> I lost my train of thought when the dog barked. Exactly. Uh. Oh, I was talking about um how everyone how I feel like when you consider yourself better than someone, you kind of stop learning because it puts you in a mindset where you have nothing oh, to yeah. learn from this person. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Like uh. Like this, that that whole like perception of like better than someone. Uh, the crazy thing about that is like it, it takes like you know it, it could be you're a shoot away from bettering yourself. You're like one painting away from topping the best pin you've ever done. You're one shoot away from doing the best shoot you've ever done. 
Like you just, the thing about that is you just have to keep creating. You have to keep creating. Um, right. Because like self-improve, like the, there, there is no such thing as like better than, or like you're better than someone else. Like you're just competing with yourself. And this goes right. back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, like um, you should never stop. Cause when you stop, you lose. That's the only, that's the only way you lose. Exactly. It's the only way you lose is if you stop creating. And uh, I think for me, it's like, I was like so obsessed with like learning and like growing as an artist, like early on. And now I've kind of mellowed out a lot more and I'm, I'm just happy to like, like, you know, like listen and like do more and like, just ex- mm-hmm. like experiment with more things. Um, right. because that's the know, thing. You always be pushing your boundaries. One thing to kind of further uh, iterate this point. Um, one of the members of our creative team here at Hearts Cove, she's a photographer and, um, dude, just, I saw her work and I was like immediately inspired, not only because of her work, but like, she is very, and I mean, like, very young for her, for how, like, her work is speaking. And so, like, that just inspires me and, like, it just kind of motivates me to be of any sort of help and any sort of creative um, advice or whatever it may be to this person so that they can, you know, become an even greater creative. Um, because she's so young, like, she has so much time to learn and the level she's at right yeah. now is insane. Yes. So it's like... Dude, you have so much space to grow. I'd love to provide any opportunity I can to help that, to help your process, um, and just be of some sort of assistance to to you, especially at your age, because there's plenty, plenty, plenty of room for you to grow and become, like, extremely ordinary at what you do. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, you you have to realize, like, um, like all these people, like, in the sense, from from the creative standpoint of, like, photography, like, all these great photographers that in academia that we study um, all these painters that we study, like a lot of them, like they weren't relevant until they were in their like thirties and forties, you know what I mean? And they weren't like really comfortable with their work until they were in their, their forties or fifties. Mm-hmm. You have so much time. Like you have so much time. Like it doesn't matter if you're 30 or 40 or 24 or 16 or 17 or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's so much time. So that's, that's, that's why it's so important just to like try things and do things. Cause you're never mm-hmm. going to learn from just sitting at home. Like you can have the best ideas in the world, but if you don't execute them, then the you know what's the point? So right. yeah, it's really around, cool. Being around other creatives is a big thing uh, that you it may seem like it's not that big of a deal, but like it really is. Like you do really learn so much from seeing the way other people work and seeing the way other people handle their business, or seeing the creative um, brain or the creative, I guess, juices of other persons of other people around you, and seeing that like it really does like inspire you and help you learn a little bit more. Yeah, and I I remember like I and I don't know I'm sure you remember it too, but like when we were 17 and we were we'd enter a room and it was we were intimidated. I was intimidated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like a nervous little 17 year old with like a dinky little camera, <laughs> right. and like I didn't know what I was doing, and I was just like happy to be there, and I was happy to be a part of like Casey Creatives for a while. Yeah, like, shout out Nathan. You know I haven't talked to Nathan in a while, but um, like and that kind of feeling, like now it feels like I'm now the person that you know, that they walk into the room and they want to learn something from. And that's really intimidating too, just as much. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it feels good. It's like a sense of growing, like you've grown, like you've, you've, you've graduated, I guess, like you've gone right. through that. And uh, I don't know, like when I was 17 or 18, like I didn't know what I was doing. And I think me and Matias, we have similar backgrounds coming from like a small town in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, I got made fun of a lot for being like involved yeah. in art and like, I remember people made fun of my photography. And to be honest, my photography was not good. It was like photos of flowers and like photos of, of like trains Dude, and stuff. Same. Like, like but, but that's the thing. That's where you come from. And if you put those work next to each other, it's like a totally different person. 
Exactly. You're 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 a totally different person. Like you have unlimited ability to reinvent yourself however many times you want, change your work however many times you want, and learn right. as much as you can. So definitely like what was your experience with that? Matias, you you've I'm sure you've shared your story like a couple of times, but like like it's hard growing up in Missouri being a creative. It's it's yeah. hard being a photographer in Missouri because you get it's like nonstop. You get dogs nonstop. Pretty There's much. There's limitations for literally everything you want to do if it's anything in the creative field. Like I mean, yeah, I came out of Neo Show. Um, that's where I graduated and I started doing photography in like seventh eighth grade. And like like you, I just went out. And iPhone four, I, right? iPhone four. Uh, <laughs> I literally just got. I remember vividly. I would get off the bus after school. I'd go inside, throw my bag down, um, and then just grab my iPhone four and walk like walk around my neighborhood and just like take pictures of trees and leaves or anything that I thought looked aesthetically pleasing to me. And then I'd go and edit it on Visco, and that's kind of how I started like just getting into. Dude, I didn't know, even know what Visco was. Um, and then. <laughs> Uh, the the craziest part of all of that is like when I met Josh, I think that's when I first like started, you know, <clears throat> branching out and being more creative because like, um, he just like dude, he was he's so knowledgeable, especially you know considering the fact that he's a few years older than me. That just really helped us, you know, with how much he knew and what he was studying for as well. Um, but like, it was good to see somebody that was that knew what they were doing at the time, kind of like push me and like kind of trust me to be, in you. To, yeah. yeah to be something and they could see some sort of potential um and so i don't speak about that too much but like everyone that knows you know from the hometown that would like like you said there'd be people that just make fun of you like the like the full-time jocks that would play football like it's like yeah, what man. are you doing with your life you're not really doing anything and so like it's funny i mean funny story bro i had I had somebody, now that we're talking about this, I had somebody that <laughs> literally would make fun of me, and this might be a little bit of exposed, but I had someone that made fun of me in high school, and, like, like I vividly remember because I'd be in gym class, and, like, that'd be the only thing they'd say to me, and it, would all, it was always, like, a teasing, joking way that they would make fun of me, but um, he me- he messaged me a while ago, and this is, like, maybe a year or two years ago, and uh, they were, like, doing, they were doing, like, some sort of, like, concert for, like, SoundCloud. It was, like, SoundCloud rapper concerts. Um, and I remember uh, that was like when I was going around shooting shows, like I think I I was shooting for like Chelsea Cutler and different artists at that time. And granted, they know they made fun of me. So like, I don't know why they messaged me. They were like, Hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see all the success you've been having. Like, it's cool that it's cool to see that, you know, you're, you're up and, and getting things going. And I'm in my head, I'm just like, bro, this guy, what is this? <laughs> Uh, he's like, I'd like to invite you to come shoot my show at the, at the, I'm not going to say the place cause it'll give it away, but like at this place and, and come shoot the show. I'd love to have you come take some photos. And in my head, I'm just like, bro, it's funny how things change when, when success kind of speaks for itself and how much of the hard work you put in, uh, just kind of shows. Like, they realize like, oh, I can get something out of this person now. Like I mm-hmm. couldn't get this, out of this person. Like th- there was no benefit to having, you know, right. you around that moment. So this happened to me too. Like. Um, to be honest, for me, it, it was kind of hard because sometimes, like, I, I think for a long time, I, I don't think my family really realized how serious I was about photography, even up until, yeah. like, the last few years. You know, because I've been doing it for, like, five years, right? But, or six yeah, years. Yeah. Unofficially, like, six or seven years. But, like, right. officially, like, five years. But, um, like, I, I, it just felt like constantly, like, there was all the, always this, like, shadow. Behind, hold on, my dog is going crazy. Okay. It was always shadow hanging over me like that that i needed to grow up uh and i needed to get a real job or i needed to pursue something realistic Mm -hmm. 
um, or I needed to think about going into the medical field or like trying to do something with the military or something like that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's kind of like the standard cut and paste for everyone. It's either you go to school, college for football, you join the military, or you work at like a Casey's general store. And that's like pretty much what they do. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, I can't explain how many, and nothing wrong with that. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone needs to do different things. And like, what is good for someone is not good for me. Exactly. And just like how you were saying, like, you know, I had people hit me up years later wanting me to shoot their weddings. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you guys literally made fun of me in high it's school. We're doing what I'm doing right now. <laughs> and now you're trying to pay me like $1,200 to go shoot like, you know, five exactly. hours. So it's just like crazy. That, that blows my mind. Oh, it is 100%. <laughs> I, think, I think one of the biggest things that I look back on from like how, when I first started and that I like just find so much, um, I guess, nostalgia in is like, I miss, and I'm not saying I don't have fun with it now, but, like, there was a certain fun to photography at the very beginning, and this, I push this to every creative in the, in the field, because I've talked to a lot of photographers who are just starting, who are wanting to just start, who may have just bought a camera, like, different situations and circumstances, but I've talked about this to all of them, especially at workshops that I've hosted, like, do not skip out on the first, uh, I guess the first half of your photography journey slash career, and that's, like, just going out and having fun with it, not worrying about charging yeah. people or making money or anything. Because, like, as soon as that comes into play, like, believe it or not, like, it'll it. never be the same again. Yeah, you lose it, dude. Enjoy that. And that's what I tell people all the time. They come to me and they're like, how much should I charge? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how long have you been shooting? They're like, oh, like, two months. Yeah. I'm like, don't charge anything. Just, like, go make creative stuff. Like, go have fun with it. Go do exactly. something cool. And, and uh, like please, one of the, please, the if you're listening to this and you're just starting, like, please, like, enjoy it. It's like I remember it's like this brand new thing when everything is brand new mm-hmm. and you just get your camera and you're like and you're upgrading and maybe you upgraded from an iPhone or something and mm-hmm. like you just get that camera and you just get the first photo off of that. Like that is something I wish I could re-experience. Exactly. And going back and like having fun with my friends and just like shooting for fun at, at night. And to be honest, the photos, yeah, maybe like later on they're not the best, but in that moment. Those are like some of the coolest images you can ever make. Those are some of the best times you can ever have. Yes, so, agreed. Like, definitely miss it for sure. There's not as much. I go out and and take photos with my friends, and like at the time, like like you said, now they're like probably awful photos in comparison to what I do now. But like back then, it's like, dude, I would sit there with my friends in the car and just like fantasize about how amazing this photo was. Or I'm like, dude, this is this is the shot, you know? And like this that's that shot. feeling is something that you just like feel Mark, nostalgic dude, Mark, about. Mark would hype up everything that I would make. He was so he was like the best hype man, dude. Um, yeah, and, and like, oh my god, yeah, and growing and you grow and grow, and the moment you start charging money, it becomes a business. Exactly. And then there's that 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 pressure on you to do well, or like succeed, or you have to deliver a certain like consistency every photo shoot. Yeah. And that's that's kind of stressful. That's that's kind of part of the reason why I walked away from senior stuff too. Mm-hmm. is like it's so i got burnt out i got tired right. there's like so much it's so stressful to be your own like number one your own like marketing person mm-hmm. your own manager you know you have to do accounting and everything like that. you have to manage your money and everything like that you have to get money from people and that's the thing i hate the most i hate <laughs> having to confront people about money yeah that's a it's weird like situation it's like me. the complete opposite of everything you want to do when you start yeah. photography is like but that's what you have to do because it's yeah. what you end up having to do that's what happens so yeah right well 
we're pushing on the 40 minutes so let's i'm gonna wrap it up here with one last question and this is the question that um i ask everyone uh obviously the podcast is titled dreaming in red the reason for that is because we want people and we want to push people to chase their dreams to dream with intent and with purpose um and you know kind of go for their goals so uh on that note what are some of the things that your goals slash uh things that you want to accomplish this year um whether it be for your personal life or for your business uh just a little a a few things that maybe you want to accomplish oh man i i want to shoot with a bigger name i want to shoot more retail brands um i'm trying to i want to work with this year supreme or something this Mm -hmm. year that's like my big goal um i shot some mock-ups with some golf lafleur stuff and i've been connecting with people like just trying to put the puzzle together so i think Biggest goal for me is to get printed in editorials and also do retail uh, work for like campaigns. So I really want to do like lookbooks. So right. yeah, and so far it's going well. I've done two. Right. I'm excited That's to share great. those. And, uh, I'm excited to get those out there and I'm excited to do more. So thanks for bringing me on, man. I really no, appreciate it. It's a pleasure, man. And then it's like easier to just speak with someone that I have known for a long time than someone that I'm like, I have no idea who they are. Um, and it's always welcome. Like, I'm, I'm excited to talk to new people, but like, obviously there's not the, the comfortableness of, you know, being able to speak to someone freely that you know for so long, you know? So I appreciate you coming on. Um, go ahead and share your social media with everybody. Uh, let people know where they can find you and check you out. Yeah. My, uh, my Instagram is Jaren Kent, uh, at Jaren Kent. So it's J E R E N K E N T. Uh, and then I have a film account that I primarily do like just like medium format, large format film. And that is it's Jaren, I-T-S-J-E-R-R-E-N-N on both on Instagram. So uh, if you guys ever want to work, if you ever want to link up, let me know. And Sweet, other than yes. that, I'll be talking to you guys. Sweet. Thank you, Jaren, for being on here. I appreciate it. Uh, I enjoyed the conversation. Guys, if you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, please, I'm just gonna honestly not even gonna edit it. So if the, if the dog's barking and you have made it all the way through, thank you for sticking all the way through this episode. I we really appreciate it. Um, I dropped an olive oil pan earlier. I'm so sorry. I screamed. So honestly, we're just gonna send this out, man. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please make sure to drop a review. We are now officially on Apple Podcasts. I was having issues uploading this to Apple Podcasts, but all the episodes are now on Apple Podcasts. So if you guys want to drop a review on Apple Podcasts, I think you can. Uh, and if you want to drop a star rating on Spotify, that would really help push this, push this. Whoever uses um, Apple Music. Yeah, yeah, I'm fully Spotify, but you know it's out there on all platforms <laughs> in case because there's some people that like Apple more. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Regardless, drop a rating, <laughs> drop a review, <laughs> and uh, make sure you guys tune into Hearts Cove on Instagram at Hearts Cove X. So um, check it out new stuff coming um and very exciting things coming in the future so thank you guys for listening uh as always comment like subscribe (laughs) we appreciate your uh the audience being here and uh thank you guys stay creative and we'll see you guys in the next episode peace out bye bye